0: 20th, 2022, Bro-Pot, gotten and Todd Coming at you on a foggy, cool evening here. Studio A. You
1: have to leave your chuckle in at the beginning.
0: I might, I might not. We'll just have to wait might and not. see.
1: I'm saying you should.
0: You're saying I should leave in the chuckle. Okay, fine. I'll leave in the chuckle. If I remember, which I probably will not. Um,
1: That's why I said it, so you can hear me say that. Oh, then I see. Leave in the chuckle.
0: Thursday night... What's going on, Todd? Anything of note happened uh, last night that made you postpone our normal recording? Eh, I was tired.
1: I, f- oh. I didn't feel like doing it.
0: That can happen. Speaking of tired, Jamie would kill me if she knows I was talking about this. Does your wife snore? Yes. Does it prevent you from falling asleep and or wake you up?
1: No and no. God, you're lucky, man. First of all, nothing prevents me from falling asleep except <laughs> occasionally my own thoughts. Like if I'm stressed or thinking about something. That's pretty much the only thing that will prevent me from falling asleep. Interesting. Very rare. That's rare, yeah. Um, and nothing wakes me up. That's Almost. good. For the safety of your family at home. Uh, yeah, like someone could come in and be stabbing my wife, and I would probably be asleep. <laughs> Okay, and I, I, I was not kidding, but that's that's true.
0: Impressive. Well, I don't have that same ability.
1: She, uh, I, but yeah. she will fall asleep before me and it will begin snowing. Uh, so- sorry, itchy nose. Snowing it logs. Yes, snowing uh, logs. Yes. I. So I've heard her snore whilst asleep, and I assume it it carries on through the through the night.
0: Yeah, I especially later in the pregnancy here, Jamie is, uh, she doesn't typically snore. She occasionally would back in the day, but it's becoming more, more common now. And if does I'm not asleep,
1: she, does she not sleep on her back previously.
0: No, she's always a side to side switcher. Not, not committed and to she's one still side. still
1: doing that? with pregnancy? Yes, it's
0: just... she is. Apparently at this point, it's not good to sleep on your back.
1: So she's yeah, been told. Probably. Yeah.
0: Because there's Does a she giant she one of the baby.
1: pillows, the like snake pillow things? <sighs> she has
0: two of them and she doesn't use either one of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> simply because, and I kind of get it, like it's it, it, logistically, it just doesn't work to have that up underneath you, you know, when, because, because again, she likes to switch side to side. If she was always slept on her left or right side and could stay there all night, that's one thing. But when you're flipping around in the midst of the night, it makes it more challenging. But, um, but yeah, if I am not asleep before she's asleep, she will start snoring and I cannot go to sleep. Because all I hear is the snoring. And possibly because of my drumming affinity, like I'm just waiting for the beat to drop. Like I'm waiting for the next one, you know. <laughs> And so I will tap her on the shoulder, and she will stop for to the beat, a, anywhere from ten seconds to a few minutes, and then start up again. And uh, several times, it's including nice last against snores, it, it is fun. several times, including last night. I was like, "All right, this is the last shoulder tap that I'm doing." It was like you one in the morning. Plugs. I can't sleep with earplugs though.
1: shut the fuck up. Quit being a baby.
0: I'm a noise machine guy. Because I can't sleep in dead silence, which, of course, is what earplugs would give me. So,
1: yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's it tough to get like Scott problem. I mean, technically so it, it is. is. Do you have, like, a white noise machine maker? I do have
0: a white noise machine maker. In the summertime, we have, a like, a portable air conditioning unit, which serves the same purpose.
1: Wait, do you not have central air at your house?
0: No, we do, but it's... The upstairs bedroom faces West and specifically just gets hammered Southwest. And it gets blazing hot, especially when it's, you know, 90 plus or even a hundred degrees here in Denver. And so it's very tough. A mini split. Yeah. What is that? I should do a mini split right now in the
1: pod. That would hurt. (laughs) Please don't. (laughs) Um, What's a a mini mini split? A mini split is a, it's like you you'll see them in restaurants and stuff it's like the long horizontal air conditioner
0: oh that you stick up in the top yeah like near the it's ceiling
1: cheaper and more efficient it also heats so you could put it in that room
0: now how does that work though it's where ductless. is it pull- it's what it's
1: ductless
0: okay so how does it work
1: So it basically, it mounts to your wall and then there's, it goes through the wall and then there's like a little condenser unit outside. It's smaller than a typical air conditioner.
0: Okay. So it does go through the wall. That's what I was afraid of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you could install it in theory, but. No. No, I could not. It's 2000 bucks. It's cheaper (laughs) than a, or it's more expensive than a window unit, but cheaper than, like if you have one, it, it's probably more useful for like a bigger room then mm-hmm. like your window unit probably cools your room fine. But if you had multiple rooms and were willing to leave the door open, you could probably cool them down with it.
0: Right. Now, to be fair, we don't have a window unit. It's truly a portable, like, sits oh, on you the have floor.
1: have one of those floor things? Yes, yes. But it connects it to the window. You. No, it does little... not.
0: No. It's truly it's portable. Room. No. I know what you're talking about. And we can't do that because our window opens, like, side to side. Know, like, a it casement wouldn't window. fit. Say window?
1: It's a casement window, or it slides side to side. I don't know what a casement
0: window is. is. It, it slides side out? to side. No, 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 no. No, it's not one of those. We don't live in California. No, it just slides side to side. Not to mention the fact no. that the window is directly over our bed. Now we could reposition the bedroom. but So that was another deterrent. We don't want a large snake duct. Work coming over our heads as we slept. Mm. So, well, I mean, um, you can
1: still put a si- put it in a side to side. window it, unit, but a portable yeah. one with
0: the. Sure, we we looked at all the options, went with this one. At first, we were like, eh, "This isn't working," but we we have a system now. As long as we turn it on about an hour before we think we're going to go to sleep, so it, it works work. pretty well. No, it works fine. Doesn't sound like it. Keeps it nice and cool. Split, then. Well, I'm not looking to spend two grand at this point, but that would be nice. That was one of the things I
1: considered. Such a cheap fuck,
0: man. Look, I'll spend six grand on a pipe in my basement, but I am not going to spend two grand on comfort four months out of the year. I have my limits.
1: You could could, uh, have them zone your air conditioning. It might be more than two grand, though.
0: Now, what does that mean?
1: Uh, They basically. They put dampers oh. on your vents so they can yeah. turn on the upstairs and, gotcha. or turn on the upstairs to cooler than downstairs. Right. Yeah. And you, you'd have a separate thermostat upstairs so it sees that it's 85 and not 78 yeah. or whatever you keep your house at. Crank the up the
0: air, yeah, 78.
1: You do not keep your house at 78, do you?
0: In the summer, yes. Jesus Christ. In the winter, it's 63.
1: Man, you are a cheap motherfucker.
0: It's expensive, man. That's like one of my biggest, aside from mortgage, obviously, that's one of my biggest expenses. In the dead of summer or the dead of winter,
1: maybe you should it's, put some insulation in your walls then.
0: Well, what is that going to run me? I
1: don't know. You should look 12 kind of, grand. Many states have a, uh, like, upgrade your, the, eco-friendliness of your home and they'll give you discounts on it.
0: I consider that. I've also been looking into solar, which has been pushed a lot in the Denver area. Oh, yeah.
1: Colorado's a good solar place. Very good. Tons of sun I don't know sunshine. know what your roof situation is.
0: The roof would be perfect. You need a south-facing roof that has no shade. I have that in spades. A giant, big, relatively flat, like it's not too steep, it would be perfect. So I have considered that. But for a long time, I thought it was a racket. And now I'm like, eh, maybe it isn't. So now I'm considering. Looking
1: well, into it. I mean, there's different ways. Like some of them, you pay very little and they basically take some of the money that you earn.
0: Right. They uh, utilize it. Yeah. Or
1: they or they just add it to your the mortgage, basically. Sure. Actually, not even to the mortgage, to the house, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. So you don't really pay anything, but you don't make any money off of it.
0: Yes, typically. Right. which I'm fine. I'm not trying to make money. I'm just trying to not pay an electric bill every month. That'd be amazing. Where do I sign up for that? Solar, baby.
1: Solar. There's something called the Colorado Energy
0: Office. See? Sounds like a racket. That's what i was saying. Scheisser <laughs> <No. laughs> outfit.
1: Uh, so... They, they can uh, make your home more energy efficient stop wasting energy lower utility bills make your home more or less drafty the fuck you wrote that? more
0: or less drafty see
1: that's what it says more or less drafty and more comfortable install a solar energy system replace aging broken equipment such as an air conditioner water heater or furnace mm-hmm. uh, avoid placing ex- expenses on a high interest credit card which I don't think you would do anyway but no Uh, Loans available Up to 50 grand Interest rates at 2.75% No prepayment penalties Nominal loan fees Might be worth looking into I'll give
0: it a peek I saw a neighbor I was on a run Two days ago And I saw a neighbor Getting installed But it was interesting. They were getting it because of the way their house was positioned on the front roof of the house. I'm like, that's hideous. Like, that's an eyesore from the street for the house itself, you know? Eh. I mean, like in your neighborhood where there's seven houses
1: in a half-mile street. We have 15 houses on our street.
0: Whatever. And you can't see anybody anywhere. First of all, solar wouldn't work. You have too many fucking trees. But if yes, you didn't. could not get solar. <laughs> like, that would be fine. But this was like typical suburban, you know, house, 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 house. Next street, house, house, house.
1: Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, some people find it an attractive thing to see. Roofs are ugly anyway. Who gives a shit? Yeah, it's true.
0: There's definitely a lot of people that degaff around here. That's for sure. If I can shorten that.
1: Dgaf. That's your new acronym for the
0: peeps at home. Dgaf, baby. I don't know. It's my new acronym.
1: It's just my. You acronym. Get that tattooed across your back. Dgaf. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what font would I use though?
1: Gotta be like an old English one, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if if you really dgaf, you'd get like Comic Sans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the best way to prove via evidence that you don't give a fuck. Or whatever the
1: cheapest one, just a single line.
0: Right. (laughs) I got a discount tattoo that says I don't give a fuck.
1: (laughs) Yeah, whatever the tattoo artist wants to practice.
0: Yeah, I want the newest kid that's doing it for free. I'll be his practice dummy. I just want DGAF across my shoulder blades. Or an ass hat tattoo it says DGAF. That's a man right there. A what? An ass hat tattoo. Is
1: it like a tramp stamp? Looks yeah, like a tramp it? stamp. Yeah. Ass hat. I've never ass heard of hat.
0: that. It's at the top of your ass. It's an asset. They go by many names. Um. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, tattoos. No. You're talking uh,
1: about energy energizing your home.
0: Oh yeah, solar power. That's making right. Making it so, more or
1: less drafty.
0: More more or less drafty. Is it like a choose-your-own-adventure? Like, if you want your house more drafty? (laughs) Click here.
1: They're making it less drafty, just doing doing more of that. More or less drafty.
0: Did they not understand that less drafty is is the correct way to? (laughs) Yeah, they're not making it less drafty. They're making it more or less drafty. More or less drafty. Oh, okay. I got you. That makes perfect sense.
1: Not more or less, just more or less.
0: Right, just more or less. Not more slash less. More or less. Um, what, did I, what else did I want to talk about tonight? We only got a few minutes left. Just kidding. Um, <clears throat> oh, I know what I was going to say. Is it still snowing up there? I know we no, normally start smooth. the show with weather chats. No. Oh, it
1: didn't snow. I mean, it snowed for an hour today. So, of course, school was canceled. Nothing. That stuck. makes sense. Hmm. They. they Announced a two-hour delay last night, which I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. It might be a little mm-hmm. dodgy in the morning. Uh, started snowing, I don't know, 8.30, 9 a.m. Snowed for about an hour. Good amount of snowfall, but it was warm enough that nothing stuck, so. Nice. And then it rains. Uh, it rained before that, and basically nothing after that. It was cold. It got colder after the snow. And there's nothing on the ground. So it was pretty awesome that they canceled school today.
0: <laughs> I mean, was the ground wet? And when it got colder, did it go below freezing? Maybe that was their fear. is Or something was going to freeze over. Black ice and whatnot.
1: Yeah, no. 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 I mean, I don't know what their fear was. <clears throat> Kids have been in school. Whoa. Or... Two days this week. They they have an early dismissal tomorrow,
0: for the same reason.
1: Pre-planned. No. Oh, not not weather related.
0: I see. Um, it could be what you talked about on the show last week or week before, where your county is very long and tall, and you get different weather to the county. Yeah,
1: I, I was thinking that, but I don't think there's anywhere in that it there was in any the whole state.
0: Yeah. Well you don't know because you're not driving anywhere anymore Maybe it was treacherous out there There could have been oodles of wrecks
1: I went out to pick up dinner It definitely was not treacherous I mean it was It was crappier Earlier in the week Mm -hmm. Like they had Monday off And it snowed Sunday night So It had mostly melted by the end of The day Monday but it was still cold. I mean, it melted from the sun, but it was still cold. out. Right. So it was like, so there were patches of ice. Like so the roads were a little crappy on Tuesday and Wednesday, like, way, way worse than they were today. So I was like, Oh, they, I assume they would have a two hour delay on Tuesday. Nothing, no delay, no cancellation. Hmm. Today they did a full on cancellation and there was literally nothing on the road. So I, I don't know if people have like, Tickets to strip club or like gambling obligations on Thursdays. I don't. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs>
0: All right, Don. We we've never talked about this as brothers, let alone on the show. But j- j- FYI, you don't need a ticket to a strip club. I know. <laughs> or I to a to gambling. <laughs> You're starting to think of vices that would. Per- yeah. Also, no one's going to the strip club for lunch. Like the lunch buffet, it exists in a lot of strip clubs. Don't do it. Trust me. Not good food. Oh, I, not good selection. I,
1: one of my first jobs there there was, was at a strip club there were times that people went to the lunch lunch buffet from the strip club. apparently they actually had good food i did go there one time but it was it was owned by a rancher so they had apparently decent steaks i was a vegetarian at the time so i had grilled cheese but uh, was it was this in portland yeah it's called the acropolis or the Acrop as they called it hmm. but uh the food was so good there that people would go. They had a takeout window on the side, and people oh would go God. pick up food. Not even go in. People that I worked with would go pick up food. I think that it was owned like by a Greek rancher because they. I think they had like euros <laughs> that you could get. <laughs> I mean, I love a good not, euro. Don't not get like me a wrong, woman, but just.
0: But what's the uh, sauce on person. the euro? That's the question. Is it tzatziki sauce or is it something else? Um,
1: it's not a male strip club.
0: I understand. I know it's not banana slings, but I'm just saying. You still got a question where they're getting that sauce from? Um, so was it served by a stripper? The takeout? I have so many questions. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It was. It wasn't. Like a,
1: it was from the kitchen. They had. So in Oregon, you have if you serve alcohol, you have to serve food. Okay. Uh, so every place, and I mean, I think you can have like heavy hors d'oeuvres, but they have to yeah, have apps. like legit food. Hmm. So,
0: was this by the airport, as most strip clubs are?
1: No. Oh. It was near our office. <laughs> oh.
0: Convenient enough.
1: Near our friend Ricky's old house. Okay.
0: So. So you went once, and you what? What did you, you? You had grilled cheese. You said. Yeah. So it wasn't like a buffet
1: situation. I don't think they had a buffet. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a fan of the strip clubs. They make I understand clubs, you are,
0: though. which is why I have so many more questions than I normally would. So did you get like a table near the stage? Or were you like, is there like a dining area at the place? They where like strippers tables, aren't walking they around?
1: seating around the stage, but then they had tables off of that. Right. I think they had a couple stages with like a little walkway thing. So... <laughs> but you could, you could sit at a table away from, like you didn't have to be all up in the business. You could sit so
0: you weren't bothered, that. like they weren't coming by asking you for a dance while you were eating your grilled cheese
1: and diet Coke. No, I don't know if they did like lap dances. Oh. I, I <laughs> certainly never did that.
0: Coming to the stage is Buffy and now walking through the dining area. It's Crystal. Oh, yeah. So that wasn't happening?
1: Do you I recall? Mean, I, I think the dancers, I, I don't really remember. This was quite a while ago, but I think they would... Like they might walk through, but they weren't dancing off the stage. They only danced. No, on no, the no,
0: stage. no. Listen, let me, let me, <laughs> let me educate you on the economy of strip clubs. So, you have the stage, like with the pole, the, the stereotypical stuff that you see. But then also, where they make their real money is after they finish dancing, they will come down, and like work their way through the crowd, and try to get you, try to get a guy to take you to the back. For a private dance where it's like, you know, yeah, I don't twenty think they bucks had the for champagne a champagne lounge or whatever. Okay, so that wasn't part of
1: it. Okay. Gotcha. I I mean, the that may have existed at the place, but you don't recall a, a coworker Friday at lunch
0: disappearing for six minutes and then coming no. back and adjusting his shorts. <laughs> okay.
1: Good. No. Gotcha. All right. Good to know. Again, okay. that may have been because we were on our lunch break, but Right. At work. I, yeah. I don't recall seeing anyone leave and go into some Zeki making room. I got you. I got you.
0: Anyway, so the Maryland officials were having their grilled cheese and euros
1: <laughs>
0: at Acropolis
1: yeah. East. Pre-purchased strip <laughs> club tickets. Yeah,
0: because they c- couldn't lose those tickets or the tickets to the local cas- the local horseshoe casino there. Maybe there's a Baltimore.
1: a big name coming in. They got it. You got to pre-buy tickets.
0: I have heard of that. I've never actually been to a strip club where that was the case, where there was like a featured, like, penthouse pet showing up, whatever. They certainly do that. And I, those they, women make so a lot of a money.
1: Penthouse, but... I think they have a penthouse strip club or something like that in Baltimore. And they have, they had, I think they have a billboard. I feel like I've seen one where it advertises certain people, or maybe it's on the outside right. of the building. Yeah. And again, I, I don't think there, you can like, there's pre-sale tickets for that, but maybe and, I don't and
0: here's know. why I don't think. Let us let's, let's have two idiots continue this conversation about something they know nothing about. <laughs> because I feel like in those scenarios you would have let let's say Bunny Love, I'm making that up. That probably is a stripper, but let's say that's the that's the 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 nice woman's name. It's not like shows at eight. You know, it's like shows at eight and eight thirty and nine and nine. So I feel like it's a situation where you may have to pay a premium cover to get in. Yeah, yeah. But they want people just coming in and and going actually all night long, so that they can continue to see her do her featured dances or whatever.
1: Fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. They probably yeah. There's no tip off. Overcharge <laughs> from ten to twenty five, or I have no idea, but right, whatever,
0: something like that. Sure. Yeah, it's there's no opening tip minimum
1: instead of a two drink minimum.
0: Of course, why not maximize the revenue for Acropolis East? Um. Anyway, so the kids were off school. That's good.
1: Uh, yes, not at the strip club.
0: <laughs> they were not at the strip club at all. Um, so what would you, what'd you wait, pick up? Wait, yeah. this brings up
1: a, Love it. a question in my mind. Let's not move away from it. Go ahead. Uh, do you think the dancers at strip clubs are wearing masks?
0: I would think it would depend on the state mandates. I think a state that mandates it or an area that mandates it, yeah, I bet they are. It's I mean, and and the and the 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 guests would have to be doing the same thing.
1: Well, I mean, if it's if it's a place that serves food, like there's a lot of restaurants, sure, where the employees are wearing masks. In this case, possibly dancers. Yes, but the the patrons are not.
0: Well, when you're actively eating, no, you're not wearing a mask. And maybe when you're, you know, if you're actively drinking. Well,
1: at I the heard club. This, there, Bill Simmons was talking about this, but like, it's kind of ridiculous. Like we went, I went to pick up food the other night, and it was from a restaurant. Um, obviously. Thank you. Not as <laughs> well. Not yeah.
0: a, not not obvious. It wasn't a strip club, is what you're saying. Good to know. Yes. Well, it was no, not Acropolis East. But, okay.
1: I walked in. They had they had sort of a hostess or host station, and then the pit, the the carry out thing was sort of in the back, which I had not, we had not gotten food from this restaurant. We'd eaten there one time. Mm-hmm. It was like three years ago. Um, But like it, it says a sign on the door by order of the County executive, you must wear masks inside. So, you know, I walk, I had my mask on cause I was not planning on taking it off. I wasn't going to eat there. Of course. But the, the host station is, I don't know, five, 10 feet from the nearest table where there's like, I mean, the place was packed. Yeah. Of tons of people obviously none of them wearing masks so I'm like why the fuck do you have to wear a mask in the door like, <laughs> if you're just gonna sit down five feet from here and take it off like it's not it's not doing anything
0: yeah I mean
1: if you're catching you, restaurants the easiest place to catch COVID because like, of course it is there's tons of people all around food particles, eating, talking and
0: talking yelling and laughing. laughing yeah food particles drink particles the whole thing yeah I i I feel like and this is true, it's just again,
1: performative look, at that point where you're where I mean, yeah. the host is wearing a mask, you're of wearing course a she mask. is or he is, yes, you turn around, sit down four feet from there, take your mask off,
0: but the argument is like in the case of you were picking up food or someone that comes to to eat at that restaurant, and let's say it's too crowded and they decide to leave that whole interaction where you're talking face to face with someone, you're wearing your mask. And like you said, the servers in that restaurant were wearing masks. So the employees are protected, but you're, you're right. Everyone in the restaurant. And if you were to, you know, do some sort of chemical test.
1: When I walk, if I'm, if I'm going there to eat, I mean, if I want to wear a mask, I'm certainly allowed to. Sure. But it's, it's weird to say you have to wear one for the 20 seconds before you sit down.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Who the hell knows at this point? Um, so what was it that you went and got? That was the question I was asking.
1: Tonight. Oh, pizza. That's what I figured. Oh, tonight I got yeah. uh, Five Guys and Chick-fil-A.
0: Five Guys and Chick-fil-A, the double stop.
1: Yeah, they're pretty close to each other. Uh, we would have all eaten at Five Guys, but my eldest daughter wanted Chick-fil-A. Hmm. And she gets what she wants. Um. Well, we just didn't feel like arguing with her
0: about it. <laughs> since we've slid into food chat here is has the crumble opened
1: nearby uh i don't know it we haven't been to, costco yeah, been to that shopping
0: center okay and oh it's in the costco meetings. shopping center i went to that costco yeah. last time i visited you guys i do believe probably we went and got pretzels as i recall do you not remember that
1: not a, not at costco
0: Almost positive that was Costco. We literally went there solely to get two pretzels.
1: That's probably Sam's.
0: Oh, that was Sam's. Okay. So maybe I'm not. closer.
1: To Costco. Costco's a little farther away. Okay.
0: Are you looking up the opening of the crumble? Drum roll, yeah,
1: folks. I'm looking to see if crumble is open.
0: <clears throat> this week's selection. called
1: Cookie No Crumble, but that's not what I'm looking That up.
0: ain't it. This week's collections, uh, selections of crumble are good, not great. So Jamie and I have decided to pass.
1: Now, according to their website, it's not open yet.
0: Okay, soon I hope. Very, very I soon it would be
1: open by now. Crumble.
0: I feel like it's been a couple months since we talked about it, and I feel like you said that the writing on the wall, quite literally, said. I, I thought it actually gave a date, but clearly I'm misremembering, and I thought that date would have been in the past. Todd's doing some hard research here.
1: I'm looking. I don't, <laughs> I don't see it. Looking. Looking. Let me, let me check the Google Maps.
0: So wait a minute. The when you were talking about going to get the pizza, this was a new place that you'd never had pizza before.
1: No, I've eaten pizza there before, but that's the. I like I said, we ate there like three two years three ago. Years ago. It's it's a fancier Italian restaurant. Ah, uh, I see. But, and it's near it's near places that we go. We just. I don't know. We hadn't thought of it for takeout. And my, my wife typically wants pasta or something else. So she's like, maybe I can get something better. Right. While you still get pizza, the pizza's pretty good. Um, that was my next question. And not that much more expensive than other pizza. So, yeah.
0: So it might be in the rotation then. That's good.
1: Possibly. You
0: want to give him a, a plug? Maybe you get some free food?
1: Uh, Cuvino is the name of it.
0: Cuvino!
1: Yeah, you don't have to say it like that, but you can if you want to.
0: In the, what city is it in? North of Baltimore.
1: Uh, it's in Timonium.
0: No, oh, it is in Timonium?
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> in Drexel, Maryland. Not Drexel. What's that university near you? No, that is Drexel. No, it's not. It's with a J. Loyola? Is it Loyola? With a J. I thought it was with a J. Maybe it is Loyola. Maybe it's an L. Backwards J. No curve. Anyway. <laughs> Okay. Um so you had pizza and Chick fil A slash five guys both in the span of the week so far with the weekend yeah. yet to come.
1: No no the pizza was this was a while ago. That wasn't oh, okay. this week.
0: I thought that was earlier this week. I got you. Understood. Um, do you do you guys typically eat out more or eat shittier food, I'll just say, on the weekends? Like more more likely to have a fast food type thing, or is every day as as likely to have a home cooked meal versus a, a meal out as the other as the next day?
1: Uh, we, I would say, always eat out Friday night. Okay. Um, and then for some reason, we've been eating out Thursday evening, but interesting. I don't, the what? What were you saying? Fast food versus. Home well, like, well, whatever, like, like better. tonight
0: you had Chick-fil-A and five guys versus Tuesday night, maybe Ann made something at home. That's what I'm saying. Is it as likely to happen on a Saturday as it is a Tuesday? It sounds like Friday is a state
1: more likely to happen on the weekend that you eat out. Yeah. Okay. That's definitely that ch- way.
0: No, we're 100% like that. In fact, Sunday, always Monday through Thursday, we, we cook something here very rarely will we go and pick something up. Friday we always order in at least the past 2 years. That was typically. And the our reason we night eat out. fast
1: food is just cuz where we live there's fewer not a lot of options.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. Tragedy even. Have have you guys been back to that uh I forget what it's called, that place where you walk in there's like 10 options. You know what I'm talking about? It's closer to downtown. It's like there's all these little like individual windows it's like you're walking into an airport not really but then there's like tables in the middle we went there with you i think jamie and i both oh
1: have we been there during covid yeah i don't think so
0: curious how places like that are doing post-covid they're
1: probably doing fine i have no idea yeah i don't think so it's called our house
0: yeah that's the one it's a very 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 fine house um, are you still looking at the crumble shit? Would you give it up?
1: No, I'm looking up our house. Oh, <laughs> Let's see if it's still open. It's still open.
0: <laughs> the bro House, Scott and Todd, where Todd's just researching what we're talking about while we're talking about it. Welcome. We hope you're enjoying thus far.
1: Yeah, they do have. You can order online from all their vendors and pick up at our thing. house. They have indoor and outdoor seating.
0: Nice. Ooh, no thanks. This time of year. <laughs> On the outdoor.
1: <laughs> don't. I mean, most times.
0: I don't know. Maybe on a sunny day, but not not smack in the middle of winter at nighttime. Hard pass. Maybe they have those heaters, those portable heaters. Those things are yeah, nice. they probably do. Yeah, there you go. Solution to the world's biggest problems, the portable heater. Um,
1: Kerosene heater or propane.
0: Heater. Yeah, whatever it is. I think it's propane. The propane's built into the, the setup there. Yeah. Um, Is that your impression of a propane heater? Yeah. Miraculous. Well done. Pretty
1: good. That's what it sounds like. Pretty, pretty, pretty good.
0: Um, Randomly changing the topic, but something I I was going to ask you off mic, but I'll ask you on the mic. Why not? Let's educate the people. Um, We recently installed a car seat in Jamie's car.
1: Nice. Did you use the... uh what are they called? The like the metal yes. things, or did you Yes, click it? Okay. we
0: did. Yes. Question though.
1: What are those called?
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the metal bars as, that are like built into the frame yeah. of the car. Yeah, we did. Um, it Basing was backward. Yes,
1: indeed. You have a. I assume you have a click, click out seat. Yes, we There's do. The base that sits in the car. And
0: yes, that's correct. Click out. It was. We were given the advice, not mandated, but the advice that you can go to your local police station or fire station and have your car seat checked. Yes. Is that something that you guys did? Do you know most people do that? Yeah,
1: we did for the first kid, <laughs> not for the second. Not
0: for the second, less important.
1: Well, I mean, we knew how to do it, although I will say we use the same car seat for the first and second child. Mm-hmm. And um, you'll you'll realize this, but you'll probably, you'll probably notice there's like, holes for the straps that can move can yes. it up size it up as the child gets bigger correct so since we had upgraded or upgraded the car seat for our older daughter but we still had the the bucket as uh, our friends call it mm-hmm. for for the the newborn um and I had not downsized the straps so like when we drove <laughs> her home I'm not sure it was super secure she was, was bouncing like, around I I forgot how small these babies are like, <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of space. I mean, you know how far that hospital was. It's like a two-minute drive from our house. Very
0: short drive. Residential roads mostly. So yeah.
1: Um, so she survived, but <laughs> you should. That might explain I some mean, things, all, though. All they do is like make sure you have it in tight enough. They'll probably say you should you should make it a little tighter. I mean, unless you really cranked it down, which you probably should. Um, I mean, I, I cranked
0: I... it down pretty hard, but Jamie's convinced yeah. that it's too loose. Of course, I'm like, all right, we'll go to the fire station. Yeah, you
1: might as well have them check it. Then the other thing I would say is if you haven't already put it in the middle, they will recommend you put it in the middle. Like apparently that's the safest spot.
0: Yeah, Jamie's not not all about that life. It's currently not behind the, the passenger middle. seat. Yeah, she's – because I said the same thing. I was like, everyone I've ever seen is in the middle. She's like, no.
1: Okay. Well, maybe fine. you can get the, the firefighters to back you up, and they'll tell you to put it in the middle. Yeah, she'll just fight. Cuz we time. had ours on one side and they're like you really should put it in the middle. I was like, okay. Man, what the fuck do I care? It doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, what the fuck do you care? About? You care about the safety of your child. I mean, That's no, I, I
1: mean, what it doesn't matter to me if it's in, on the side or in the middle. Right. If yeah, it's safer no, to be in the middle, I'll put it in the middle.
0: I mean, th- 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 the her, reality
1: is a worry that it's just less of a reach. By having it behind the passengers—that's—that's
0: that's what I was gonna say. It's signif- It would be significantly easier to get her in and out, obviously, if it's behind the passenger seat. And then also, I think eh, Jamie just big a deal. Just doesn't trust the the thing itself. It's like, well, if I slam on the brakes, how do I know our baby's not gonna fly through the windshield? It's like, well, if it's built correctly, that shouldn't happen. And if it butts up against the back of the passenger seat, that's not gonna be much better. Like, there's still damage that's gonna be done there. So.
1: Yeah. Honestly the, the base it's more that they're strapped in the car seat. the the if that thing flies out they should be okay, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But the click in is pretty secure. Like you'll know that it's the click, click in is in.
0: very secure. Yeah. Once it clicks in, like you can't do shit with it, so
1: and then uh like the I mean typically it's just got the handle, it's it's an easy release. It's not like it's not that big a deal to yeah, pull it out is. the middle, I guess. No, it
0: is. I it's I, we we've fucked around with it on several occasions and I think it is
1: um what what brand of car seat are we are we using
0: oh i believe it's a greco okay i think that's the name yeah yeah very so. common yeah someone someone got us for, got it for us i can't remember who it was but uh, very generous gift
1: we got many generous
0: cuz we I mean, we got pretty much everything we need the only thing we ne- we didn't get that's on the more expensive side is a mattress for the crib, which we don't need right away because we have a bassinet, which is where she'll be sleeping for a while. Um, and then something that wasn't you even registered for a, want a
1: firm mattress.
0: Okay. I mean, should, so do it I.
1: Should, it should feel like a board.
0: Oof. Sounds miserable. Um, and then... Uh, <laughs> And the other thing that wasn't even on our registry or that we haven't asked anyone for is like a uh, like a, a rocking chair, essentially, for that room for Jamie mm-hmm. to use, just because she has not yet decided which one she wants. I was like,
1: "Well, she we got a glider."
0: We looked into gliders. Gliders are very expensive. Not that and I'm so saying we won't get that. Don't
1: cheap on your on your 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 only child. I, I, and the rocking chair. And honest, like we had a rocking I, chair.
0: I don't mean like a legit rocking chair like we had in our living room growing up. Like No, no, no I'm just living. saying that okay.
1: the rocking chairs it's it's kind of annoying cuz you have to do more work to move them. And it <laughs> seems like a minor thing, but when you're fucking tired, I'm not saying it's like strenuous, it's just like That's what's say? It. It's it's hard to like it's not Don't chastise me for
0: being cheap and you're like rocking chairs are fucking exhausting.
1: Well, no, exercise more. I mean, just, it's, it's an annoyance, I would say, sure. a rocking chair is. Sure. I think a glider is less so.
0: Yeah. And, uh, the, the Honestly, the gl- we
1: didn't use our rocking chair that much because depending on your kid, it, they may love it or they it might be worthless. Yeah. It might, okay. be, it might be just as good just to have a regular chair that's comfortable to sit in. Yeah.
0: And then we may end up going that direction. We've, again... <clears throat> I'm leaving it up to her she'd be the one she'll be the one utilizing it
1: because I mean it, if else. she's using it for nursing then she might not want to be moving or she might want to or you might just like bounce the kid like sure you, there are ways around it you don't you don't have to have a rocking chair I'd say yeah no I understand
0: anyway so all right yeah we'll probably do the the car seat thing this weekend that's uh that's on the agenda there's a firehouse do you have a crib we do have a crib, yes. Our father no bought a mattress. Said. It's just sitting there. With no no mattress. mattress. That's correct. It did not come with a mattress. Just came with a crib and springs. We don't
1: have our crib mattress anymore. I wouldn't I would send it to you because it's not worth it. But The postage is probably the same as like, same price. like $200 The crib mattresses. I or
0: can't imagine the postage, postage is that much, much, but yes, the, the mattress is Pretty around close. that range.
1: They're fucking gigantic.
0: Do they not fold? No. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we'll figure it out. Ours didn't. I don't. We got time. Anyway, um, what was the other thing I was going to ask you? Shit, I had one more thing and now I forgot it. It'll come to me later.
1: Oh, yeah, the crib mattress isn't even that much. It's like a hundred bucks. Well, well, it ranges the... from forty dollars to. I was about to say. That that
0: the... <laughs> there we go. Yeah, this is my wife we're talking about. She's not going to go for the lower end of the items.
1: I think ours was like 200 bucks. We got like an organic.
0: I I think that's what we're looking at. Crib mattress. The one that that we have listed. I I think it was on And in
1: fairness, like if you get like, uh, I don't know what your crib is, but if it's convertible or whatever, like they can sleep on that till they're like two or three.
0: Yeah, it's one of those where you, yeah, you can adjust as they grow. You Use it for a while. It adjusts with them. No, I know. I'm not worried about getting the money, money's worth. I mean, hell, I spent a lot of money on our mattress and pillows that we've had since we've lived here. You know, definitely I'm cost averaging myself down with every night. We're down to like nine, eight cents a night here. You know, (laughs) we'll be down to a nickel before I get rid of it. So if not lower, um, so that's definitely worth it. And it's worth the investment because it's important. You know, it's a third of your life as an adult, half your life as a kid, just sleeping, chilling.
1: This, uh, this mattress is only $445 and it comes with two free organic cotton crib sheets. So it's like free money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's really found money on the organic cotton crib sheets. Hard pass. Don't need organic. I prefer fabricated. Anyway. um, Do you want to talk about, did you, I assume you've had a chance. It's now Thursday watch the latest episode of Righteous Gemstones. Do you want to run through that real quick?
1: Sure. I did watch it. It was good.
0: It was good. Um, <clears throat> I don't feel like too much happened. Worked a little more in the backstory. We saw um, Danny McBride's character, whose name I've immediately forgotten, attempt to try to get the uh, giant loan from his father, which was shot down. And um, we saw the patriarch Separating himself from his friend, played by Eric Roberts, who Julia Roberts' brother, who could come back to haunt him. We shall see.
1: Dana McBride is Jesse Gemstone. Jesse Gemstone. Jesse, Judy, and Kevin are the children. And Jesse, Eli's Judy, and Kevin.
0: But yeah, a, a lot of focus on uh, Kevin and his weird oh, band sorry, Kelvin. of... Kelvin. Kelvin. I didn't think Kevin was right. Kelvin, yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Kelvin. Yeah, I can hear that more than Kevin. In um, <laughs> his weird little merry band of brothers that uh, do all these, you know, intense workouts and things on his property, um, saw some insight I mean, into something that you speculated.
1: What's their, what's their nickname?
0: The, the 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 men, the brothers of Christ. The I don't Bro know. Row squad or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, some weird name. But you speculated a few weeks ago about his uh, his sexuality or his sexuality preference. And that came to the fore for sure on this episode where he became, it it, it lended itself to him being even more, um, I don't want to say it was homoerotic because it wasn't, but uh, yeah, there were scenes where he derobed in front of his friend and his friend is like a... Keith, Keith, yeah. His friend is like, I don't know. It's like his...
1: Drug addict, Satanist that right? That who was saved, saved that's by why Kelvin? He's loyal to him,
0: of course. But it's like he's taken all. It's like Kelvin has taken away all of his personality. It's a very weird character,
1: um, in my opinion. Life is awesome. He's one of my favorite characters. He's such a weirdo. He's definitely a
0: definite weirdo. But he, uh, but yeah, Kelvin was challenged by one of the Bro Squad. We'll call him Bro Squads for whatever. whatever Titus. that's right. And uh, then he had he had to do this giant cross cross carry for like 20 feet and he couldn't finish it. And so now he's cast out and they put him in a cage, which is where he remained to the end of this episode for, I think 24 or 48 hours. So yeah, again, the main storylines didn't necessarily move forward too much, but, um,
1: well, no, they explained, uh, that Eli had not killed the journalist. He cut himself shaving his pubes. Correct. <laughs> after going out with, uh, right. What was this friend's name? I can't remember his remember. name. <clears throat> After going out with this friend and meeting, some meeting a woman, fine ladies or something as he yeah. described.
0: It. <laughs> Indeed. So yeah, the mystery remains. By the way, I think last time we did the pod, you hadn't watched that prior episode either, or you'd started but you hadn't
1: finished. I hadn't finished the second episode, no, because you said yeah. there was a big turn. Yeah, the journalist. because the journalist spoilers, spoilers
0: Yeah, giant spoiler alert um, Who I thought was going to be a character the whole season Is dead within the same yeah. episode he was introduced
1: I feel like uh, he does a lot of Sort of Bit part cameos and shows He Jason does Schwartzman.
0: Yeah, Jason Schwart- like
1: Schwartzman He definitely has full full roles in movies and shows Of course well, but I've seen a couple of shows where I thought he would I was like, oh sweet, he's on this show And then he's gone he's after gone. an episode or something
0: well, he was on that HBO show, Bored to Death. He was the main character, so he he definitely has led shows before.
1: Yeah, yeah. I um, watched that show for a while, and then I kind of lost interest. I, in I
0: gave up on it. Yeah, it it wasn't it wasn't for me. I feel like there were maybe noir. four
1: seasons, and I watched like two and a half or something.
0: Oh, I got nowhere near that far. Congratulations. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so that was a crazy uh, ending scene to the episode before the most recent one, <laughs> where they walked in there. I knew Dude, who was with,
1: the other person that died. They, he was dead, and there was someone. I don't
0: else. know the guy behind the car. I don't know who that was. I don't know if they we're supposed to know that who yet, that was. Right? Okay. Yeah, because at first it looked like the Eric Roberts character, with like a, a gunshot. Oh, he was, he when, was burned when
1: they first got there. I thought that was him outside behind the car.
0: Oh no,
1: yeah. I mean, um, it's a charred corpse, so it's kind of yeah. hard to identify.
0: And well, and there by the way, there's a third body too. There's someone up in the tree. Hanging over the, yeah. the branch in the tree. Yeah, I so I don't Jesus. know who those people
1: are. I'm sure it'll. I'm sure more will come out about yeah, that. Yeah. It it'll to come to the fore as central the season goes on. theme ahead. to the season. Yes. For sure. Indeed.
0: Um, but yeah, that scene where they walk in and find them and then they're slipping in the blood. I was like, obviously that's going to happen. Whenever there's that much blood <laughs> and these cackling morons. And then they run back to the Tesla with the suicide doors and they can't get them down.
1: <laughs> yeah, those are gullwing doors. Oh, yeah. Gullwing. Yeah, gull- like yeah, yeah. The other way.
0: Close the damn doors, and she just ends up driving off because can't figure out pressing all the buttons. That was
1: there are funny. some great Judy lines in this episode three. I can't remember any of them, but her just her irreverence is fucking hilarious. It's so bad that guy off or whatever. She's always like, "Oh yeah, I love her." her At the beginning of the episode, yeah. gay husband who was uh, rollerblading. Yeah, the rollerblading go, around the. the-
0: Around the uh, amusement park or whatever. His name's BJ. Yeah, I know. It's an appropriate name. (laughs) But yeah, when she, I think it was very early in the episode. She walks in and confronts Eli, and Eli's friend walks out in a robe. And yeah, everything she said after that, it's just like, oh, my God. Who who was coming up with this stuff?
1: There's some great lines.
0: Yeah. She, again, I said that last week. I'll say it again. The best writing on the show is for her. She's uh, very lucky to have that. But um, but yeah, it looks like uh, on the sneak peek for next week's episode, it looks like that e- not Eli's brother, Eli's uh, now deceased wife's brother comes back. The guy who oh, yeah, was the Walton Goggins.
1: Yeah. Walton B- Goggins, Baby the Billy. co-star
0: from, from vice principals along with Danny McBride. He's Awesome.
1: I'm, I'm glad he's
0: back. Yeah. Plays an awesome role in this show. He was pretty prominent in season one. Um, so that'll be, that'll be exciting to see. And, uh, and yeah, maybe we'll continue to, uh, knowing this show, we'll just get pieces throughout the season as to what exactly happened to the, the mm-hmm. reporter. And by the it's end of the season, they didn't, full they
1: didn't really bring up the, uh, the hotel that much. And it, I mean, I know he asked his dad for money and they're trying to fundraise, but it,
0: that was really it. Yeah.
1: I'd, I'd be okay with that storyline kind of dying off. I'm much more interested in the murder.
0: Yeah. I don't think it will though. Hotline.
1: Again. I, I mean, I don't think it'll go away. It's not Eric it's not Andre bad, will be back.
0: Is. Yeah. Um, oh, they did have, I think this was this, this most recent episode. They did have where um, Dan, the, where they were down, I guess they were in Texas I think
1: doing. That was the, the second episode.
0: Was it the second one? Where they had like with the cocktail Joe party Jonas. with Joe Jonas, <laughs> but where he drove up. He was like, watch this. And he floors it oh, like yeah, right up to. It just runs right through. And then he gets out and Eric Andre is like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, you would not, that's not the reaction you would have. Any. Reasonably be like, what the fuck are you doing? You almost killed these people. What is wrong with you? But I don't know. Just speaks to the character of these characters, I suppose. Uh, but very entertaining. Yeah, fantastic show. Check it out if you haven't already. Righteous Gemstones. Even with all of the things we just gave away about the show. Uh, Still start enjoyable. Yeah, start with season one and just go through all of season one. And by the time you get up to current episodes, you will have forgotten what we, what we said. And It'll still be enjoyable. It's still funny. It's in. It's typical Dan and McBride stuff. So uh, definitely worth watching. Um, okay, fifty minutes in because it was a smash hit last week.
1: I thought oh, we would we gonna do. We do some more,
0: dear Todd. <laughs> dear aka Todd, I mean. dear Abby. Um, got a couple letters here from a nondescript year. So if you missed last week, I am reading old Dear Abby letters. Dear Abby herself, Abigail Van Buren, apparently passed away in 2012, I believe. But her daughter, according to Todd, has continued on. And
1: uh, According to me, according to the internet.
0: Well, yeah, but you looked it up. I just never bothered to read about it. Uh, She has continued answering. And or these are classics. I don't even know. Who cares? Doesn't matter. All right. So I will read the first one for this week. And it is entitled, Mom Worries That Kids Get Attention Only For Their Looks. (laughs) Dear Todd, All children are beautiful to their parents. My three children are of mixed race and get a lot of attention because of it. The boys are aloof about random compliments they receive from strangers. However, I'm worried about the pressure it may put on my daughter to be quote-unquote pretty. I care more about my daughter's character than her looks, but I'm concerned that if I say That, to these people, it will come off as rude. Also, I don't want her to think I don't think she's pretty. How can I respond in a way that isn't rude to well-intentioned strangers, but at the same time allows me to make a statement about the importance of character over beauty? Signed, Mom of Beauties.
1: Mom of Beauties. Wait, so she doesn't give a shit of her boys...
0: She has two boys and one daughter, it sounds like, and she doesn't care. She she just says the, the sons boys, are, are boys aloof are to the compliments. Yeah, they don't pay attention she to it. She
1: said they're what? They're aloof to the compliments? They're aloof.
0: Yeah, that's the exact line. The boys are aloof about random compliments they receive from strangers. However, I'm worried about the pressure it may put on my daughter to be pretty.
1: I mean, first of all, this, uh, actually, I was going to say this okay. is a stupid question, but... This is something you like, as you will soon have a daughter. It's something you think about. Like, we often say, like, my wife doesn't give a fuck about what other people's feelings are. Like, if somebody's right. like, oh, you're like, especially when they're little, like, your daughter's so pretty. And she'll be like, yeah. And she's, we really want her to be smart or something. Like, that like, sounds about right? right. She, she emphasizes the hard work and like, which you should, like, right. Your looks, you can control to some extent, but, um, I mean, I would say it, as my dear Todd response would be, yes. um, I think it's fine to accept the compliment and emphasize while your child's within earshot that, um, their life is, there's more to life than looks and you speak to how proud you are of their intellect or their hard work or any of those sort of mm-hmm. things that you want to celebrate that are beyond that are more in their control. Right. And I—I I mean, that's something you want to do with your kids is like emphasize to them, like, "Hey, I—I I think you're beautiful. You're—you know—looks. Your—your beauty comes from the inside, and beauty's
0: only skin deep, Todd. It's
1: not true. Um, <laughs> Physical beauty. Wait, that sounds backwards, right? Beauty's only skin deep.
0: Is that the right thing? Is that the right question? I think that's right. Beauty is only skin
1: deep. I think that means like eh, whatever. That, I don't know. I think that saying if you're beautiful doesn't mean shit because it's only skin deep. There's more. Right.
0: Content. Yeah, if you're yeah. physically beautiful. Anyway. Yeah, god.
1: Yeah, emphasize like the the things that, you know, are more important to you. Their their creative thinking, their intelligence, their character, intuitiveness, their toughness, yeah, their grit.
0: Yeah good. Grit's a good word. Anti-grit.
1: Once you become a parent, you'll hear a lot about
0: grit. Abby said, Dear Mom, when someone exclaims that your child is beautiful, accept the compliment and say something like this. Quote, Yes, my child is beautiful, but more important, she is beautiful on the inside. Unquote.
1: That's what I said.
0: It will reinforce the message to your daughter that character is equally, if not more important than physical beauty. This job is easy. Do 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 do. Next up, headline: Grandma insists on return policy for baby gifts. Boy, a couple of relatable ones from me right off the rip.
1: Here. Wait, what does that mean? I have no idea. Dear Tell Abby. more? Dear, dear Abby, Todd.
0: Dear Todd. Sorry. Yeah. Dear Todd. Isn't the rule of etiquette that when a gift is given, it belongs to the recipient? My mother sends gifts to our infant daughter. She is the first grandbaby, and my mother is a doting grandparent. My question is, what should happen when my child outgrows the items? Clothing, shoes, toys, etc. My mother expects me to put them all in a storage bin and return them to her. There have been times when I have packed up things to give to friends who have younger daughters than ours or taken them to a resale shop. My mother then becomes upset that I'm not returning the items to her. She is saving them for my sister who isn't even pregnant yet. While I have no issue with saving some things for a potential niece, my friends need these things now. And I feel strange essentially being ob- obligated to return them. Is my mom out of line? It's off-putting to receive, to get to receive a gift that comes with a return clause. Signed, <laughs> Confused in Central Texas. What say you, Todd? Dear Confused. So-
1: I mean, if I'm answering as dear Todd, well, here's how I'd answer just as myself. If once you give someone a gift, that gift is theirs. You do Agreed. not control what they do with it. Um, we we gave our friend Tom our car. And we left, or we sold it to him for like five bucks. And we the Mercury forward.
0: mistake, you mean?
1: No, no, this was the this was the oh Ford the Ford focus. focus. Yeah. Um, and I think like a year or two later, he's like, hey. I sold this car or I sold the focus because I need, I wanted to get a truck or something. Um, do you want me to send you some of the money? Uh, he's like, somebody actually paid me a thousand dollars for it or something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want me to send you the money? I was like, no, I was like we gave it to you. We, we transferred the title to you. That's your car. Like you don't like just because you didn't pay me anything for it. Like that's your car. I don't want you to send me. I mean, if it were like a hundred thousand dollars, I'd be like, right. yeah, I'd give you a little piece <laughs> of that. But,
0: yeah, there was a gold um, brick in the bottom of your Ford Focus. How did you not realize that?
1: Uh, so, yeah. So my personal opinion is, once you give someone a gift, that is their gift. They can throw it away. They can shit on it. They can burn it. They can, <laughs> you know, put it in the national archive. If you shit on it, let us know.
0: But yes, I agree.
1: Now, in this case, since it is your mother who wants you wants to save it for your. Uh, your sister's future kids offspring. Um, I mean, I'd say there's gotta be some kind of like negotiation. Mom, these are, you know, some of these things are, are already kind of worn. Uh, they're not, you know, they're not suitable gifts. They're not suitable hand-me-downs or they won't be by the time. Right. Younger time. The kid arrives with child. So we'd love to, for them to get some more use, um, but we're willing to set aside if you, you know, if there's a few key things that you want to, that are more heirloom quality or whatever, we can set mm-hmm. those aside for future grandchildren. But sure. for the most part, you need to calm the fuck down. We're not <laughs> sending you back all. That. Like, how much space does her mom have that she wants all these gifts returned? Especially if it's it Who sounds knows? like it could be a span of five to ten years. Yeah, many years. Used?
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah,
1: that just I mean, you just have to be delicate with your mother and say, like, calm the fuck down, we'll save some of these things. Right. Or just say our kids shit on this this clothing, we had to throw it away. She'll never know the difference. Just there's lie lot, to her.
0: There's a lot of conversation about things being shat upon from you tonight. Well, I'm not it's sure a what baby. to make of that.
1: There's gonna be a lot of shitting. Yeah.
0: Not my not my nose hairs. Dear confused, Abby writes. It appears your mother is not only a doting grandma, but also someone who is determined to get a double bang for her buck. Once given, a gift she does bitched. belong she said. to the recipient. Otherwise, it's not a gift, but a loan. And yes, <laughs> however well-intentioned your mother may be, she is out of line to demand that everything she has given be returned to her. I mean, what will she do if your sister only has boys? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dress them in pink.
0: Oh, that abs.
1: Is that all she said? That's all she said, yeah. Wow, no compromise from Abby. Well done, she, Abby. She didn't fuck around.
0: I mean, she did last week on that first yeah, one. I was very surprised. Men are the dominant sex. <laughs> they should get everything they want. That's basically what she said last week. I mean,
1: week. <laughs> maybe this was later and the column length was like, like you have 50 words to yeah, solve this. Yeah, abridged problem.
0: everything. Yeah, you could be right about that. <laughs> okay. I love these. We had a similar question to this one last week. Title, Young couple Needs a
1: wants to have sex with his ex-girlfriend, but I close. said no.
0: No. Well, maybe. I don't know. I'm rather thinking. <laughs> the title is Young Couple Needs a Break to See if They Fit Together. Dear Abby, I'm a 20-year-old college student. I have never dated anyone besides my current boyfriend, Cody. He's my first ever boyfriend.
1: He already sounds like an asshole. Yeah,
0: and she already sounds repetitive. I've never Cody. dated anyone else besides co- co- my boyfriend, Cody. He's my first ever boyfriend. This is my first boyfriend ever We get it. Wait,
1: she said <it> three times.
0: <laughs> no, I, I made up the third yeah. part. I met him in high school, but we ran into each other in college and quickly began a relationship.
1: I, We're now I didn't date anyone before yeah,
0: high I there was no dating, Abby. <laughs> I want to make it very clear. All right, fucking repetitive cunt. We're now into our third year together. Jesus Christ. We have professed our love for each other. Oh my god. I I can't. He never said, I love you. Oh, I thought she was going to... I thought she said, we have professor love. He never said, I love you. Look, bitch, you got to (laughs) figure shit out. Okay, I'm going to... We have professor love for each other. He never said, I love you to any of his past girlfriends, and I'm happy he said it to me. My concern is that we talk like we'll be together forever. I think I'd be happy, but should I worry that I'll never know if there may be other guys I feel a stronger connection to, or if I have enough experience to know what love is? Signed. Just thinking in Florida.
1: Hmm. Are you thinking? It sounds like she's answered her own question. Maybe uh, they, they do take a break. Set a time time limit of six months. That's what and you yeah. your wild oats, see if this is the advice you, you, you gave last time. Together. Yeah. What's that?
0: This is the exact same advice you gave last time.
1: I mean I I if if you're unsure about it, like you're 20, this is the time to date other people. Yeah, you're don't, the prime of your sexual life. And then when you're when you're 28, be like, "Fuck, I wish yeah. I'd gone out with more people."
0: Go get some strange dick, throw it <laughs> around. Why, why are you limiting yourself to Cody? Cody sounds like a douchebag, yeah, and you're a repetitive idiot. So
1: Co- clearly, Cody's been with the whole high school. So yeah, he's had, really, he's had he he won't have any problems finding more chicas. He never,
0: he never said I love you to any of the dozens of past girlfriends. <laughs> Personal edit. And I'm happy he said it to me. All right. What does Abby yeah. say? Dear Just Thinking, if you're writing to me, you are worrying. While for many couples, their first love is also their last one, for many others, it isn't, which may be why there are so many exes in
1: this world. Well, 70% it's their first love. While 70% it's not.
0: Yeah. My advice is to tell Cody that while you care for him, you feel it would be better for both of you to take a break and see other people. In some cases, it can cement a relationship; in others, it can destroy it. Going that route can be risky, but if either partner is having any doubts, that's the road to take.
1: Yeah, Cody would be like, "Cool,
0: yeah." He, girl, he's like, like hot "Really?" Topic, and she was smoking exactly, hot topic. And then the girl next door at Spencer's Gifts, they're doing a gangbang. Let's make it
1: stores that may may not exist anymore. Wait, you gotta bring in gangbang for the teenagers? Jesus Christ.
0: I don't know what kids do nowadays with the TikTok. There's probably gangbangs on TikToks. Oh, I'm not on TikTok, I don't know what's gross. happening. Here. Seems um, like a whole ecosystem. Yes,
1: I think Hot Topic does still exist. I'm not sure if Spencer's does. It probably they probably is. both
0: do. The fuck do I know?
1: Gag gifts never go out of style.
0: GameStop. I mean, I know GameStop still exists. Their stock's going wild.
1: Um. Okay. Wait, let's. What happened with that? Was is that from the fake stock inflation? Still.
0: Yeah, I mean, it went up to as high as 500. As of right now, it's just over 102, but. In the last five years, it was wallowing around four to five dollars for like three years, and then January of 2021, it went from eighteen dollars to yeah, almost five hundred in like two weeks. But it's it's been bouncing around. So if you if you had it back when it was Wait, five or six dollars, last
1: January you're saying
0: last January, like twelve and a half whole, months ago, like, that's when it all went inflation down.
1: Inflation or whatever. Yes. And now it's back to a hundred?
0: It's a hundred and two. Yeah. But again, if you that, had it that's
1: some serious stability though, if you had it crazy stuff I mean, if you look
0: at the chart in the past year, it's not stable at all. It's all over the place. Um <laughs> it got as low as forty six like three weeks after it was five hundred. But
1: yeah, if you bought it for four dollars, forty six is still fucking. But amazing. that's what I was
0: gonna say. If you had it a year and a half, two years ago at five or six bucks and it's now a hundred, even Todd can do the math on that. <laughs> that's a 20 X return on, on your investment. Yeah, so if you put five grand in there, it's worth a hundred grand. Now, unfortunately there's a bunch of people that bought it at 500, 400, 300, like as it was on its way up and on its way down. And those people are,
1: well, if it was the bag. $5 and you bought it at 500, you're an idiot. I agree. It's not the smartest, move.
0: but that was not to interrupt our dear Todd segment, but that was the uh, <laughs> dear Todd. What do you know about stocks? Dear sock idiot. Nothing. Um, <laughs> But no, that that was what the the big Wall Street bets thing was. Even the people that were buying in at a several hundred dollars, that was like, hold no, it, hold, were, it. hold it, everybody hold it,
1: right? Some of them must have been.
0: Well, I I actually shorted it. No, I shorted AMC. I didn't short GameStop. I shorted AMC because AMC had a similar, yet not as high of a wild ride. Um. But anyway,
1: should we do one or two more, deer Tods?
0: I mean, I could do this all night. But yes. We'll do one or two more Dear Tods. Uh, Headline of this one, Dad speaks the truth and gets silent treatment from daughter. This will be good. Oh, shit.
1: Dear Todd. said, stop going out with Cody, you stupid
0: idiot. (laughs) Ugly whore. Dear Todd. Jesus. My daughter, (laughs) a single parent, has a 27-year... Wait, how old is this person? My daughter, a single parent, has a 27-year-old son who has assaulted her several times.
1: He has never worked. My daughter. So this person's like eighty.
0: That's what. That's why I was. I paused. I was like, my God. So this is like <laughs> a great grandfather potentially. My daughter, a single parent, has a twenty-seven-year-old son who has assaulted her several times. He has never worked and has been in trouble with the law because of drugs. Recently, she called me to ask if she and her son could spend the night with me. They live about one hundred and sixty miles away. I told her that because of his past behavior, it wasn't a good idea. She was very offended, and said. I would never see her son again. After sending me several hurtful emails, she is no longer speaking to me, despite the fact that I've always taken care of her and listened to
1: her problems about her son. Wait, wait. She sent him several hurtful emails?
0: After sending me several hurtful emails, she's no longer speaking to me, despite the fact that I've always taken care of her and listened to her problems about her son. I deserve an apology, which I won't receive, but I feel bad about the situation. How do I fix it without apologizing myself? Signed, Dad with a Dilemma in, you guessed it, Florida.
1: Florida. So realistically, she has a 27-year-old daughter. So she's probably...
0: No, 27-year-old son. At least
1: 45. Sorry, 27-year-old son. She's at least 45. Yeah, possibly
0: a teen pregnancy situation because of the sounds like a broken home. No father in the picture. uh, So this guy's in his 70s.
1: Uh, he might be, he might only be in his mid-60s too.
0: I mean, that's about, fuck, who knows? He could be right. I
1: mean, he hasn't talked about his great-grandchild yet or anything. Not yet. All right, so.
0: The son's too busy assaulting his mom to. The son uh,
1: assaulted his mom. We we don't know when that happened. Does that happen? No. Did it say.
0: Just said assaulted her several times.
1: Several times.
0: Never worked. Trouble with the law and trouble with drugs.
1: And the daughter is not talking to the father because he won't Be- let them stay with her because they wanted him.
0: Yeah. She and her son wanted to stay with the father and he said, get the fuck out of here.
1: I mean, I, <laughs> I this like Todd this, is stumped this is by the this. hardest question. I mean, I think if you, you're going to have to probably apologize for to get, back on speaking terms with your daughter. You don't have to be genuine about it. She doesn't know the difference. Yeah. Um, sounds like it. <laughs> but, I mean, I would say you could apologize for your handling of the situation, but express that you're only concerned for her well-being and your grandson, who probably needs help if he's assaulting his mom. I mean, he sounds like a real class A Yeah, shithead. real
0: dick bag for sure.
1: So, I mean, I think you could offer... Maybe not a place to say, but you could offer help to the, the grandson and to the daughter to, you know, future to to uh, further their relationship building, even though I mean, honestly, it sounds like this family's is fucked. I don't know. What, I don't know. What, yeah, I agree. If you're assaulting your parent, like you got some serious issues. I mean, talking shit about them behind their back is one thing, but physically assaulting them
0: as you should. I mean, that, that keeps you sane. <laughs> Abby writes, dear dad, because again, this guy signed it, dad with a dilemma in Florida. Dear dad, because you know an apology from your daughter won't be forthcoming, don't expect one. Considering the fact that your grandson has a tendency to be violent, I don't blame you for not wanting him in your home. So stand pat. Your daughter will start talking to you again as soon as she needs something from you. Bingo. Of that, I am sure.
1: Good point. I forgot about the need. I've supported her. Yeah. Yeah, I was being too nice. You definitely yeah, were. Just hold the line. She'll come yeah. crying. Hold the line. To, that's right. And she needs to bail uh, Billy Bob out of jail. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So there we go. You're smacking her. Yeah. Getting rough. Yeah, roughing terrible. her up. That's a terrible situation.
0: <laughs> yeah, it sucks for literally everyone. The mother's trapped. She needs help. Now, I mean, she should have... Told her dad to fuck off just because he doesn't want her ne'er do well son in his house. <laughs> yeah. But now she her source of income, presumably, or backup income is gone. Her son's beating her up. Her son clearly needs help, I agree with you. Either substance abuse program or maybe counseling. And the father has two generations beneath him that are clearly fuck ups. They probably all live in Tallahassee yeah. in a trailer park.
1: And what you this know This doesn't have to be a classist thing. They could be rich shitheads too. That's
0: possible too. I mean, if you have a drug problem, you have to have a money source coming from somewhere. Yeah. I suppose. Anyway. Okay. Last one. I'm not going to read you the title. Okay. I, I've decided that gives away too much. Cause in your first response, you even alluded to the title. I'm like, the, the title is just to catch reader's eye in the newspaper. <laughs> so here we go.
1: All right. Read it to me cold.
0: <clears throat> cold read. Here we go. Dear Todd. My boyfriend Mac and I come from two different worlds I am I'm from shit. Europe.
1: He beat the shit out of his mom.
0: Probably. Yeah, I am from Europe and he beats up his mom. No, I am from Europe, but have been living <laughs> in the US.
1: <laughs> but have been US
0: been living in the US for 15 years. I have many friends, male and female, and I make a point of staying in touch with them. Mac is Native American and believes that in a relationship your partner should be the only opposite sex person you spend time with. He doesn't want me to be in touch with any of my male friends. No lunch meetings to catch up, no occasional email, text, or call to check in. These are all platonic relationships with guys who share a similar interest. Most of them have wives or girlfriends. I get along with well. Mac thinks his manhood is insulted because he should be enough for me. He was cheated on in the past. No shit. I have. I never have been, so I can't relate. Am I being unfair, rude, or insensitive by wanting to keep my friends? Signed. Friendly female in Nevada
1: No Mac's a Fucking moron Yeah that guy has major
0: insecurity As, a,
1: as a, um, What's his name Dan Savage would say Dump the motherfucker already this guy's an asshole <laughs> Not allowed to have any other friends Get the fuck out of here Like how insecure Is he
0: Very oh that was rhetorical sorry
1: yeah, I, I mean You should I would say just drop this dude like a bad habit immediately because he's clearly like unfixable.
0: Okay. Let's see if Todd matches up with the, the master herself, Abby, dear friendly female, by the way, she starts off answering the question. Am I being unfair, rude or insensitive? I wanting to keep my friends. Dear friendly female, not at all, but you must recognize that your boyfriend has some deep seated insecurities And until he is willing to work on them, he will continue trying to control those with whom you keep in contact. You are correct that the two of you come from two different worlds. And I'm not talking about geography, baby. She didn't say (laughs) the baby part. She didn't say the geography, period.
1: That was the thing. I was like, it doesn't like this has nothing to do with where you were raised. I know. She
0: just. uh, Yeah, I feel like the, the girl put that in thinking it might make a difference. If this is what you're willing to tolerate in the long run, continue your romance with Mac. If no, not, don't do that. then it's time for you to make the choice to just end it. Seinfeld reference.
1: Yeah. Dump the motherfucker already. <laughs> yeah.
0: Take it back to the reservation. What? Too soon. Um, so yeah. Mac the knife. Need to cut him loose. Yeah, I, I
1: really don't understand. I'm from Europe. He's Native American. I'm like, I, I honestly think that she thinks nothing to do with it.
0: <laughs> I Again, I think that she thinks, Oh, in Europe, we're allowed to have many male and female friends, but it must not be that way here in the U.S. <laughs> Bitch, you wrong. You can have whatever friends you want. Who cares? Yeah, that was funny. I mean, All right, I got to read. If, I, I, if, yeah, if she ahead.
1: were a guy, she would be like, my wife, my wife, who's Native American, doesn't like me sleeping with my ex-girlfriend.
0: <laughs>
1: What's wrong with her?
0: Well, you're the man. Do whatever you want. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Signed, Abby, 1957. Um, exactly. All right, we're going to do one more bonus one just because the, the, the title of this one caught my eye. And I just love doing this. All right, last one, and then we'll end the show. Okay. Dear Todd. <clears throat> Dear Todd, I recently went on a cruise with several other women. I was, hey. friendly, with, I was friendly with one of them. <laughs>
1: my native but, American boyfriend was not happy.
0: <laughs> Mac threw me over the edge of the boat. I was friendly with one of them, but didn't know the others. I am overweight, period. That's the, that, This is the, how the next paragraph starts. I am overweight. One of the other women, we'll call her Dolores, dun, dun, dun. was also overweight, heavier than me, in fact, if that's even possible. She's very proud of being Christian, but she made the comment in front of several other people that she didn't mind going places with me being around because she didn't feel so fat. <laughs> that's brilliant. Jesus. I was so stunned, I remained silent. Actually, I was afraid that if I spoke, I'd say too much. But I felt very hurt and ashamed. Even though I've tried to ignore this, this has bothered me for months and I don't know what to do. Should I say something to Dolores or continue to ignore it? I don't really want to be friends with her now because I don't know what kind of snide remark may come out of her mouth next. And I certainly don't want to go anywhere with her again. Signed, fat ass taken aback in Texas. Minus the fat ass part. say Taken aback in Texas. First of all, let me say, because I, with the exception of my little editorials, I have read that as it was. I guarantee you this was a nine-page letter they had to edit down. This bitch <laughs> is just talking so much, giving so many irrelevant details. We went to a, a buffet, and she got two plates. No one cares, Dolores friend. Anyway, okay.
1: Well, are they friends? I mean, I would say. Well, yeah, former friends. I, in, I think my best advice would be, yes, you should confront her. And say, listen, when you said that, I know you might have been joking or trying to make yourself feel better, but it really hurt my feelings. Um, if this is sort of the the way you treat your friends, I don't think we can be friends anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you gotta get it out there. It's not an easy conversation to have.
0: I love how this is a second letter in a row where someone mistakenly thinks that either their country of origin or in this case their religion. Like impacts how they should act. The last one, well, I think I'm from she Europe. She
1: mentioned that because she said she's a Christian. Meaning, like, yeah, doesn't seem very Christian to me to be shitting on. Yeah, the but other it's fat not. Person, on it's the not relevant.
0: If if a Jewish well, I, woman called me fat, and I'd be like, fuck you. I think you. it's
1: only only relevant in that she's religious and she's treating her in a very unChristian, like jesus sort of way. I mean, you could bring that up to her and say, listen, what what would Jesus? What do? What does the he Bible say, say? Yeah, say, just say give a, her a
0: bracelet. It say doesn't if, fit. Uh,
1: uh, the, these these two disciples over here make me feel a lot taller because they're only five foot four.
0: But it's... or or you could say, hey, let's uh make this the Last Supper. Let's go on a diet, you fat cunt. Anyway, all right.
1: Hey, easy, easy. Why are you ripping this <laughs> this this heartbroken uh, these, woman? These people that
0: make a decision for your own life. Would you like nut up? Okay, here's here's Abby's response. Nut up, dear. Taken aback. When mankind was created, a delete button should have been installed at the end of our tongues. Look at Abby going straight to the Christian angle. However...
1: Real real visual metaphor there.
0: I'm I'm picturing it. I don't know about you. However, it's possible our creator thought common sense would suffice. Obviously, Dolores was elsewhere when it was handed out. She was at the buffet. Dolores. While her comment was tactless, it says far more about how she feels about herself than it does about you. Because this is still bothering you, I don't think it would be at all out of line for you to tell her how hurtful her comment was. Word. And which Pretty of her Johnson chins too. she can shove it. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, man.
1: <laughs> Why, what is this hatred you have towards fat people?
0: I don't have a hatred for fat people. Just mocking them. Yeah, it's just easy you to make
1: You're doing the podcast with them.
0: me, so. I was about to say. <laughs> Half the duo here in the bro pod is fat people. Um, Anyway, all right, so that's the Dear Todd segment for this week. I mean, another banger. I just, I don't know how this can go wrong. I feel like we should just start making this the show.
1: It's going to be the whole show.
0: Just do like 12 letters and call it a day. Um, We'll see how the numbers come back from these back-to-back episodes where we're doing the Dear Todd letters. Pew, 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 pew. And uh, make a decision there on the future of the show. So, yeah, let us know how you like these. Send us an email, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. The I we Network should
1: switch roles, but I'm kind of afraid of the answers he would give.
0: Oh, I'd love that. We should switch roles, <laughs> by the way, at some point. All right. Do you have it up right now? You want to do one right now? Just a bonus bonus for the
1: listeners? Uh, I, I don't have it up, but I can bring it up. Okay.
0: Don't do 2015. That's where I was pulling these from, since we apparently know where the website is. Yeah, I'd like to be All on right. the other this
1: end. It's a good year. Okay. All right, you don't mean to read the uh, the headline, yeah don't, right?
0: Yeah, skip the headline. Just go right to the Dear Scott.
1: Dear Scott, <clears throat> two yep. years ago, a couple built a home on the lot next to ours. From the time they moved in, we have been concerned about their 11-year-old son's anti-social behavior. Mm-hmm. He attacked his mother, and we live in Florida now. <laughs> it. it began with him trying to coax our dog into his yard when we were trying to call her in. Then he started coming into our yard, playing roughly with our three small children and using vulgar language around our eight-year-old daughter. He is no longer allowed in our yard and has been kicked out of three other homes in the neighborhood. The most recent incident occurred a few days ago when he yelled a profanity at our daughter. It's a very weird way to phrase that. Hmm. I called his mother and she told me her son would, quote, never behave that way. Abby, this boy is creepy. I don't trust him. He stands in his yard staring at us whenever we are outside. I'm worried his behavior will get worse. Other neighbors have seen him abuse his dog and other animals. His parents never watch him. What do we do? I'm worried about my children's safety. Afraid in Wisconsin.
0: This kid's 11, right? Did I hear that?
1: Yes, 11-year-old antisocial son's behavior.
0: And when, I I just want to clarify two facts. So 11, I got it. The second one, when they called the neighbor, she said, Or the way you read it is that she's saying he would never, like, no, he would never behave that way. Like that sort of thing. Dismissive. He
1: yelled a profanity at their daughter and has been kicked out of three other homes, whatever. Yeah. Uh, She called his mother and his mother said her son would, quote, never behave that way. Um, He does.
0: I would call the cops.
1: A little bit like a psychopath. Sorry, go ahead.
0: Yeah, I would call the cops. I would say I would get visual evidence of him abusing other animals. I would get it on video of him using, quote, a profanity in front of their younger daughter. This is like worst case scenario, by the way. And this is a very extreme version of what I've talked about on this podcast before, when the asshole neighbor kids around me, which they've not done for two winters now, so I'm very thankful for that, but where they would just come over in my front yard and just like play in my front yard like it was their yard. And it's like, do you go well, out and tell me a pretty me
1: big difference than abusing animals It is, it, it is. I said I said it's Yelling light years profanity. away. No, no, no.
0: I agree it's light years away, but it's the same principle, meaning if I'm like, would you get the fuck off my yard? They go fifty feet to their homes and now suddenly obviously they're telling their parents, of course I wouldn't tell them to get the fuck off my yard. But you know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to have <laughs> bad beef when you literally are living next to people and and that sort of a thing. But in this case, again, light years ahead of the situation I was describing. Um, where there could be physical harm to your pet or your children, like I I would legit. I mean, is there a law against getting a restraining order from against an eleven-year-old? Like I would scare the shit out of him. Literally, get
1: a restraining order. I'm sure you can. Yeah,
0: do something that'll parents maybe. Sure, do something that'll put shit in his pants out of fear, and tell him to fuck off. Talking to the parents doesn't work. You're not moving. I'm not. I'm not relocating myself. Because fucking Damien from the omen lives next door I would get the authorities involved. That's what I do. I'm certain Abby's not gonna say that, but I don't care. That's what I would do eh, or be surprised or <clears throat> absolute best case for me like the most fun answer the answer you really wanted, is I wait till they cross into my property and I beat the shit out of him. I'd be like don't ever fucking come over here again. if he's 11 he's he's, he's old enough. God yes. what did Abby say?
1: <laughs> then you would be going to
0: the police. That's fine. Get the police involved somehow. Yes.
1: You have described a child who is emotionally disturbed and parents who are in denial. Definitely. Because the neighbors have seen him abuse animals, a report should be made to the police and to the Department of Animal Welfare in your community. This boy has no empathy for others and needs professional help. Until he gets it, you are wise to be concerned about your children. Keep a watchful eye.
0: Yeah. Set up cameras. That's what I said. Abby out. Abby and I are eye to eye on that one. Watchful eye to eye. Another one. I mean, a bonus, 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 why not? Uh, That one's boring. Yeah, some of them you can just tell from the title. It's like, yep. I I definitely skip around to find the winners. This one
1: seems salacious. (laughs) Dear Scott, (laughs) a few months ago I moved into a new apartment. The complex, while not not luxurious, is quite nice. A few weeks after I moved in, one of my neighbors informed me that the woman who lives across from me is running a business from her home. Her services are illegal, if you know what I mean. I have noticed that whenever I leave my apartment or return to it, there is yet another strange man entering or leaving. Hmm. I'm conflicted. This is my home, too, and I shouldn't have to worry about these characters. What if they mistake my door for hers and come in and try to have sex with me? doesn't say that. Also, I have overheard this woman on her cell phone making arrangements for these individuals to come over. She even gives out the gate code to them. Although I'd like to report these illegal activities, I'm afraid of retaliation. What is the best way to handle this? Or should I look the other way and mind my own business the way other neighbor neighbors have? From It's My Home Too in Washington State.
0: Okay, so first of all, you got to figure out what her rates are. And then see if it's something that you think would work for you. See if, you know, is she your type? Are you into it? You're a single guy. She's clearly a single woman.
1: Oh, I read this as a woman
0: writing this letter, but... Oh, no. It doesn't you think? say. Oh, I figured it was a guy. No, you're right. A guy would never tell a woman running a prostitution service out of her home. So here... And this is... could
1: also be a drug dealer. It's, it's suggested it's prostitution.
0: I figured it was masseuse, but you're right. I'm sure it's prostitution. Here's the thing, though. Like... <clears throat> He says illegal activities. How do you know? You have no proof. Maybe just she just has a bunch of male friends that come over. The gate code thing. Have have you as another tenant in the same complex never given your gate code to a friend? That's not illegal. That's irresponsible, but it's not illegal. Um, so unless this person, male or female, we're not sure, has proof that their female neighbor is bringing in Johns, then who cares? Like, I, I'm definitely a, a NIMBY kind of guy. Like, not in my backyard, but in your backyard. Unless she's, like, up at 3 a.m., you know, and moaning you and groaning. in her
1: backyard? Uh,
0: that's probably cost extra, but yes. <laughs> Man, just put the beach ball on the tee where <laughs> <Don't you? laughs>
1: Um. You for that one.
0: But uh but no, I, you know, again, if it if it doesn't bother me, what do I care? Again, if, oh, if it clearly it bothers this person. I know, but but th- this is this is my this is what I would tell this person to do. Like again, if it's shady characters, if they if if he or she thinks that this woman across the hall is letting in nefarious shady characters who might be a threat to your That's own dangerous. safety, then fine. But I feel like this person's probably just jealous.
1: Like, how much of a side hustle is this? Jealous of a prostitute? Maybe not. Maybe so. Shall we Shall we read Abby's response? Yeah. What does Abby's moral stance say? Dear MHT, you and the person who clued you into this behavior, or sorry, into what has been going on, should discuss this matter with the building manager or management company. They should know exactly what you have told me, including yeah. the facts that this woman is giving out the code to the security gate willy-nilly. This is a serious breach of security for every tenant who lives there, and you have a valid reason for concern. P.S. If you do not feel safe, you should move. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know. And
0: believe you me, listen. I kind of
1: feel like I'd be more worried about this lady's pimp than her John's.
0: That, that that's what I was gonna say. And by the way, the the pimp falls into this category as well. maybe we talked about strip clubs and pimps in the same episode. What a <laughs> quality episode here in the, the robot The but, the
1: losers that are going to this lady like. To this pro to have sex are probably not physical threats, but her, pimp definitely is. So maybe the pimp definitely is. But on her is not the safest move.
0: But again, both for the Johns and the pimp, when they're coming into the building, I don't know how many units are in the building. At least one when she's working. But. Thank you, but uh, <laughs> I think the response I was hoping. but no, when they're coming in, they, they have one thing in mind, they're not trying to, like, be a thief and go into other apartments, they're going straight to, you know, 69 a and they're getting their swerve on and they're leaving. They're not stopping anywhere else. They're not, you know. If you have plants, outside, I don't know what the situation is. If it's like a, I mean, external again. If disorder. this
1: woman's, if if it's a woman writing a letter, she may be concerned yes. that if for some reason they're turned down, they could take their frustrations out on. That's I mean, that's I guess, but
0: but I'll will I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll close. Understand. If
1: you're giving out the door the gate code to just whomever,
0: I'll close with this though. If you're living in a place where prostitution is happening across the hall, you might want to consider moving anyway. <laughs> Just kind of regardless, like
1: I understand. It's sometimes you're in a situation. While not luxurious is quite nice. Is that what it said? Yes. Well, then you got a high class hoe. I mean, Abby's advice of if you f- feel safe, you should move. Uh, maybe you're, maybe f- you, maybe <laughs> you, you're giving opportunities that may not exist to this person. <laughs> yeah, if you're she's not factoring in, a place in the where cost there's of prostitution moving and- going mm-hmm. on, you may not be the your right. first and last. May maybe. More than you have just lying around.
0: Agreed, agreed. Yeah, I don't know. I first of all, I want. I I, I I just heard it as a guy. I heard it in a guy's voice the whole time. But the female perspective does change it a little a guy, bit. That's probably why. Nope, not not literally. Um, I just assumed it was a guy who was like a, you know, a goody two shoes nerd who has no friends. But yeah, I mean, I guess the safety aspect for for a female is a little more a little more impactful. But again, the whole gate security code thing. Who who hasn't in their life when there's a common area gate security code given it away to a friend coming by as opposed to having to yeah, it's get bust in a different
1: whatever. a different friend every day or several in a day. That's, right. Right. That's a little extreme. Yeah, whatever. Fucking abs. All right. And that has been Dear Scott and Dear Todd.
0: That has been Dear Scott and Dear Todd here on the Bro My
1: advice was clearly better. <laughs> but mine was funnier.
0: Um <laughs> yeah. So very, again, if you,
1: <laughs> I mean, you had, I gave you better setups than you gave me. So.
0: Mine was definitely more X rated for the listeners, but for that sure. was because of the letters. Um, so yeah, Definite if you, um, children, look, man, you read Screening two that were very, yeah, it's not my fault. You, you picked the letters for crying out loud. <laughs> what years were those by the way? What? Uh, all in 2008, 2008. Okay. Just trying to picture it. Um, yeah. Okay, so if you like that or if you did Florida
1: 2008.
0: Picture it. Florida 2008. Of the I me and Rose and the other we people. We watched
1: a couple episodes of that. Double <laughs> G's cuz it's on Hulu. Yeah. Still good.
0: Still holds up, man. It's the <laughs> writing is fucking brilliant on that show. Like it still uh, is funny. You
1: know the guy who wrote or the guy who the creator of uh Arrested development was a writer on Golden Girls so
0: that makes sense to me stands to reason yeah that definitely makes sense very makes different shows work. yeah by the way but yeah um anyway yeah check that out if you haven't I mean, for crying out loud don't just do it for <laughs> Betty White's sake just watch the show like I could uh, we we did back when we used to have the TV on to go to sleep we would have it on the Hallmark Channel and they showed reruns of the Golden Girls. and I'd be laying this is you be,
1: and your wife this is my well, wife and not I. Not you and me.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we thought I would go to sleep back in 86. No, we're just recently.
1: Golden Girls. Re- <laughs> in the past couple of years.
0: Um, <laughs> and we you know, just be going down, laying down to sleep. My wife would be like quoting the line because she's seen them hundreds of times because she used to watch them on YouTube. I think they've since been taken down.
1: But Oh, wow. YouTube. That's incredible.
0: This is back in 2010. She didn't have cable. And so she, all of her TV shows were just watched on YouTube, and she got into a Golden Girls loop that she couldn't get out of. So <laughs> kudos to her. Um, but anyway, so yeah, if you enjoy the Dear Todd, Dear Scott segment, let us know via email, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com, network at gmail.com, or write us letters for your own problems. Wouldn't that
1: be interesting? Oh, yeah. Send us that the we real could, problems.
0: We could read here in the pod, we'll give you the solutions. We can give you both of our opinions on what you should do, how to solve life's woes. Um, yeah, hit us up there. Check us I've out on Instagram. I've got woes. Instagram or Twitter, the underscore bro underscore pod. Check out our website, bropodnetwork.com. I'm just going to mute Todd's audio for these final 30 seconds here in in the edit. I probably won't. I'll forget to. That's um, true. And, uh, yeah, that's really all I have, I guess. Any final closing remarks, Todd? No. Perfect. Okay, so uh, we well, thank you always, as always, for listening to The BroPod with Scott and Todd here on The BroPod Network. And until
1: we talk to you next time, everybody,
0: Peace!